Welcome to all the beautiful and wonderful listeners of Escape the Jacob. And today I'm going to drop episode number 73. Today I am in conversation with someone called Talib Iqbal from Bhopal. And he is a filmmaker. And he has managed to build a very successful business or he has been able to monetize his passion uh, around filmmaking. So this interview stood out in so many ways. Uh, immediately when I started speaking to Talib, it was clear to me that he thinks very differently from a lot of people that I know. It is his mindset that allows him to do what he does. So during our conversation, uh, he tells me that, you know, um, I've got a roof over my head. I've got food. I've got my family. So what should I be worried about? And that really stayed with me uh, even after the interview, because he, uh, we as human beings complicate our lives so much. We do not need to do that. We need to have very simple goals and gratitude for whatever we have in life. There would be ups, there would be downs, but there are some things which are very important, like uh, the safety of a home, the love of your family, and those things will stay with us forever. And in some cases, we take them for granted and we do not value them as much, but we all have reasons to be grateful for. And of course, um, if you are a very talented artist, maybe a musician, maybe uh, aspiring filmmaker or photographer, this is a very important episode for you because we go through how to build a successful career around your passion, how to find clients, how to um, monetize, how to figure out how much to charge for what you do, how to build a successful online presence and things like that. So lots to learn, but the key takeaway from this episode is how positive and grateful Talib is. And that is something that really stood out with me. Wonderful episode. Um, I will be back with episode number 74 soon. In the meantime, do enjoy this episode. Thank you so much. Hey Talib, welcome to I've been, we have been trying to make this work for some time. I'm so glad <laughs> and grateful that we're finally yeah, getting, yeah. getting to chat. Finally, finally. I, I have gotten used to your voice though because I have been binge listening to all of your podcasts. Really? <laughs> In fact, really? I was just listening to one right now, the latest one. Wow. Thank yeah. you so much for that. Thank you so much for that. It really feels good that you know, the audience, number one is uh, the audience is increasing and people are awesome. actually liking it or getting some value out of it. Of course, man. Of course, I can see all the hard work and the great thing is that you have been so consistent with it that uh, it it feels like, yeah, you are doing something good. So 
the audience naturally gets attracted towards it when they see that yeah the guy is doing it consistently so he's serious about it and also the kind of value that you're providing it's it's free knowledge so why not yep. thank you so much thank you so much that that was the goal that's what i wanted to do nice uh, you know the goal of the podcast was if i could provide value to one person that would have been you know success for me so thank you so much <laughs> So I take it that you're a huge Game of Thrones fan, right? From your Instagram <laughs> handle. <laughs> well, I I did follow it a lot. I love the show, but uh, if there is going to be a Season quiz about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if there's going to be a quiz about it, then I will definitely fail because I have a really bad memory. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I love the show, and yeah, obviously, same feelings. was season 7 and 8 just as a, any other fan right right so talib let's uh, get started with a quick introduction huh? of course of course uh, what do you do where are you from what are you really passionate about right now so my name is talib ikbal i am from bhopal madhya pradesh which is yeah, a right. very beautiful place uh, not many people know about it and if they don't people should definitely visit bhopal my passion is uh, filmmaking and storytelling i like to travel i am in love with cricket and i just like to have fun just like to enjoy make new friends and you know just take life one day at a time and that's it so yeah but uh, if you ask me professionally i work as a freelance filmmaker i work mm-hmm. sometimes as a photographer but filmmaking is uh, the primary thing that i do recently i've been shooting weddings and corporate videos and stuff like that but uh, right, right if you ask me about my passion then that is film direction and video editing so mm-hmm. i'm very much into fictional storytelling that is uh, movies and stuff like that so yeah that's the ultimate goal but for now i work as a freelance filmmaker awesome So, what interests me most about people who are not pursuing a nine to five is their origin story. Oh, um, you know, most of us want to be a lawyer, doctor, or engineer, and then follow the the stable path, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you decided to do completely. Uh, you decided to follow your passion and decided to do something completely different. Yeah, yeah. So, why did you denounce nine to five? Uh, why did you pick a path which is kind of not very well defined in india specifically because in the west there are people who do some uh, who do some amazing work around freelance um, video but in india there aren't many trailblazers so in the west you have the casey neistat for example yeah right of course but but in india there aren't many examples so uh, you are sort of a trailblazer in your field so why did you decide to go after this path and did anything happen was it uh, a video you saw or somebody inspired you how did it uh, how did the seed of this idea get planted okay i'll get to that in a minute before that can i know something about you as well <laughs> sorry to interrupt but can i get your yeah, no problem production as well just one minute so that we can get to know each other well absolutely so uh, is there anything specific that you oh, want just to know? what do you think who do you think you are who is ronald uh so 
uh, as Rohan Nag, it's pretty simple definition for me is that I want to be uh, making the most uh, of the time that I've been provided in this earth. Awesome. So be it uh, doing some productive work or being, you know, able to impact uh, somebody else's life in a positive way or just to explore the world, have adventures and brilliant stories to share. Beautiful. So, so that that would be me in a nutshell. Uh, I just want to be the most uh, of me that I can be uh, given the life that I have. Awesome. Now, and based yeah, yeah. Continue, continue, continue. based on that, I I choose my uh, what I want to do next in life. So this podcast ties up nicely into my impact thing. Awesome. So basically, I have uh, some experience in entrepreneurship, some experience in marketing, also some corporate and travel experience. Nice, nice. So I want to share my experience with people, what I have learned from my journey. And also get the opportunity to meet very talented people who are doing crazy stuff. Not only, you know, entrepreneurs, YouTube, uh, uh, self-help coaches, spiritual people, uh, other podcast hosts and things like that. Very nice. All right. Now that we have this out of the way, now let's get into the <laughs> thing. So, yeah, talking about uh, awesome. your question, you mentioned the name Casey Neistat. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I... Uh, in all honesty, Casey Neistat was the only guy who inspired me to take up filmmaking. So while I was in college, I was going through a time when I wasn't really enjoying the whole process of it. I was not enjoying the teaching process. It was not really based on the results, which were pathetic as well. But uh, the, main problem was that I wasn't really enjoying that experience. So I was really looking for some getaways to do something to take my mind off the academic part of my life. I right. Right. I have been a lover of cricket all my life and I used to play a lot of cricket in college. But that used to be only in the evening or you know at the weekends playing matches for the team and all that. But apart from that, during the whole day, I used to be really troubled by, you know, my thoughts that where is life taking me? What is happening with academics? And where do I see myself in five years? So at that time, I started making some short funny videos and stuff like that. So, Talib, sorry to interrupt you just a moment. I can hear myself speak. Uh, there's sort of an echo. Hello. Is it because there are two sound sources? Or something? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, okay. Then it must be at my end. Okay, please yeah, go. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you crystal okay, clear. Alright. So yeah. 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 So I I have been kind of an entertainer on my all my life. So I used to be in acting. I used to play music instruments. So I always like to entertain people, you know, in some way or the other. So while I was in college, I started making these short funny videos like 10, 20 second videos when Vines were famous, the platform that. Right, right. Yeah. I yeah. Know. So yeah. when Vines came up, I started making these short videos on Facebook, not really on Vine, but yeah, I used to post them on Facebook and I got uh, quite popular in my college for making those short, funny, funny videos. And uh, it was just, uh, you know, just a pastime for me. I used to just do it for fun. But then one day, uh, Stranger came up to me in college and he told me that he saw my video and he really enjoyed it. And he 
told me that I should try to make a bit longer videos so that they can watch for long. So I really liked that kind of feedback and I thought, okay, why not try to make some long format video? And then I thought, okay, let's try to make a short film. And from making 10, 20 second videos, I instantly went up to making a short film of 16 minutes. So, so that is when I started uh, getting into a bit of filmmaking apart from just making vines and funny videos because in order to make a 16 minute video, I had to learn video editing. I had to know how it is shot, how you write a script, how you how, how you go about it. Because obviously I was in an engineering college. I was not in a film school, so I wasn't surrounded by people who knew all of this. So I had to do everything by myself. I shot my first short film, in right. fact, on a GoPro, like which is made for travel videos and action. It's an action camera, but I was using it like a cinema camera because that's that's what I had. That's the only thing that I had. So I started making videos uh, that way. And then from there, I really started loving the process of filmmaking. Since I've been so much into cricket, I have been around uh, teams very much. So any activity that involves a team, it really energizes me. It uh, I really feel passionate about it. So be it cricket or filmmaking, both of them are like team sports. You cannot do them individually. So that aspect of it uh, really attracted me towards it. And I started making short films. And then gradually, I used to make one short film every month. And then gradually, I started getting better at it in a few months. And then later, uh, while I was... Uh, doing engineering, I started realizing that filmmaking is something that I am really enjoying and it is really making me happy. So all the time uh, mm -hmm. that I just mentioned that I was troubled by the thoughts that where is life going and what is happening and depression was kind of kicking in. So that was completely removed by filmmaking. And at that time, I thought that, okay, if in such dark times, filmmaking can help me, then what if I actually put my heart and soul into it and try to do it full time, like like a thing, like my own thing. And that is when I started, you know, watching more videos and watching other creators, just making movies every month just to keep learning by experience. And that is how I fell in love with filmmaking. And that is when I decided that even if I become an engineer, at the back of my degree, I will be writing a script. So that is when I started looking for options like, okay, this is my passion, but how can I convert it into profession? Because after doing engineering, if I want to tell my parents that I want to become a filmmaker, then I have to have a proof of concept or something to be able to convince them. And then I started thinking about the 95 thing, the question that which is professional. That's the route people take. That is the nice By the way, did you have a very emotional discussion with your parents, like in three years, huh. the guy who wants to be a photographer? So, did something so yeah, like that it, uh, I've been blessed with a very supportive family, and uh, awesome. uh, I'm thankful that they support me so much. But obviously, it is a very big decision. So no matter how supportive they are. It is a long process. I cannot just call one night and tell them I'm coming back home. I want to start making films and leave everything and restart my life. 
so that's not what happened it was a very gradual thing and uh, uh, but in the end i think they realized that that is where my happiness lies and no matter what no matter what i do my happiness is their priority as well thankfully so that is why they have been so supportive but yeah it was kind of an emotional night when you know <laughs> it was about to go down but yeah i think those are the moments which really prove that how passionate you are about something if it's not making you emotional if it's not making you fight for it then maybe it's not worth it so yeah thanks very well said so uh, yeah then uh, the 9 to 5 thing that you asked the traditional route that people take i honestly still still do, they do not have anything against the 9 to 5 route i basically did not take it because mm-hmm. i couldn't see myself fitting into it as i told you i have been like a sport person all my life i have been like that i have been kind of a leader all my life so whatever i try to do i try to lead people and if i had to do a job i really did not want to be working under somebody who takes control of my life just for a paycheck at the end of the month just because i'm getting mm-hmm. regular salary i don't want somebody else to be deciding what time i come what time i leave and what kind of work i do so that was something i personally wasn't attracted towards and that is why i did not do it but if anybody else does it uh, i really think it's a good thing 9 to 5 is not a problem people uh, now have been bad mouthing it a bit like saying 9 to 5 sucks and all that but yeah i think someone who likes 9 to 5 it's awesome like getting to hang around with your office mates and getting paid by the end of every month having that financial security that, that is really awesome but yeah it wasn't for me so i took the non traditional route which you are saying that people in uh, foreign countries are more likely to become freelance videographers and in india it is not that prevalent but that that seemed like yeah. the only option to me and uh, i think uh, i did not overthink it that much in the beginning that's why the decision was so easy for me to make because my prime concern was not how i'm going to make money how i'm going to get the financial security my prime concern was i am enjoying it i am loving it if it works then all right if it doesn't work then i'll see later on so yeah awesome awesome and yeah yeah that that's about sorry it. go on okay so it sort of takes me back to my uh, entrepreneurship days when i quit my job and uh, wanted to uh, do something on my own and that was the so what we talked about right now was the uh, you know following your passion partner but let's also touch upon yeah. the struggles so one of the struggles that obviously a lot of people face, uh, face when they want to quit their 9 to 5 and do something different is uh, the parents yeah. bit we all talked about that but did you face any internal uh, struggles like oh my friend he just got out of campusing and got a 15 lakh package or uh, can i mm-hmm. ever monetize this did you have any internal struggles such as those and if you did yeah of course uh, i think uh, at that age you are uh, you know you have tons of thoughts and uh, 
there are internal struggles all the time my internal struggle wasn't exactly the campus placement and uh, the thing that others are getting ahead one because i decided much before mm-hmm. entering that field before entering the placement phase i was crystal clear that i won't even sit for a placement so now so my internal struggle okay. was more family based parents based because so for me the time when i decided that okay now i just want to do filmmaking engineering is not for me that time was very tricky mm-hmm. because that time i had failed a lot of subjects so telling my parents that i want to you know do something else would then be associated to my results so they might not take it that seriously they might think okay he's failing that's why he's saying so also it yeah. year was my parents 25th yeah. uh, anniversary uh, just around the time when i failed all these exams so when i was about to tell them that it's this is not for me we were celebrating their anniversary so it was a bit of an emotional journey there as well and then a lot of pressure had been coming from friends as well because friends wanted me to you know uh, take the route that they are taking and you know people talking different kinds yeah. of things so yeah that yeah. Uh, internal struggle Absolutely. was always there but as i said my family has been really supportive so you know i started sharing it with my sister who guided me how gave me through it and you know actually started telling my parents initially i just told them that i don't want to do it Uh, the engineering jobs and all and then later on i sat with them made them realize what my plan is and that what i'm doing is practical it's not an emotional decision it is a well thought decision and that's how it happened so yeah they were always there but yeah uh, what i said the struggles were there that just meant that how badly i wanted to get out of something and get into it. right so looking back at it you must think that you know you made the right choice right but at the moment it seems like a yeah definitely i think uh, i think any choice you make is a right choice as long as you are alive and you have food on your plate and roof on your head wow. so it doesn't matter wow. how it goes as long as i am alive i have my family and roof on my head every decision is good <laughs> Nice. That's a very, very nice way to think about yeah, the struggles of life. I like it. Like it sort of ties Absolutely. back into gratefulness that Absolutely. you count that's your blessings and things like that. Right. That is exactly why I am able to take these, you know, blind leaps of faith because I know that even if I fail, I will have my family, I will have food, and that's because I have been provided that kind of an environment. Now, not unfortunately, not everybody has that. some people are yeah. some people have yeah, really strict parents i myself have friends who whose parents might you know lock them in a room if they tell them that they want to get a job so it varies wow. yeah the kind of wow uh, kind of upbringing you get it really shapes you and the kind that i have gotten has made me really free and uh, you know has given me that independence of at least voicing my opinion if not following it blindly then i can at least talk to my parents about it and just because i had that freedom it gave me that uh, faith to take that jump 
Right. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've spoken to a lot of entrepreneurs or people who do, who avoid, who denounce the nine to five and uh, almost all of them have, uh, you know, have said that our upbringing is the thing that, uh, that gave us the mindset that we have to follow what we want to do. So it's kind of very important and aligned with uh, the results that you get. So. So tell me something, say uh, people young, very, very young people who are listening to this episode and they have sort of a talent and curiosity around, say, some kind of a artistic field, maybe photography, maybe music, maybe something else, maybe even videography. So they are thinking, how do we monetize this talent? I know I love it. This is my passion. I'm pretty good at it. But how do we uh, make a profession out of it? So. Would you have their back? Would you have some advice for them? How can they look to find clients, monetize it, um, maybe even use social media? Yeah, sure. What's of the course. best way to think well, about this? I have been doing this for like a few years now and I have gathered quite experience. Although I am yet to, you know, boom and get a lot of clients. But yeah, uh, my piece of advice would be to initially, firstly, just fall in love with the process. Uh, even if you like filmmaking mm -hmm. uh, so I know people who love filmmaking but they cannot sit and edit so but I love editing and that is why I get majority of my clients because they don't want to edit they don't want to sit in front of a laptop for weeks to push out a video but I fell in love with editing in my initial phase and that is why I have been able to monetize it so in, in the initial phase I would suggest any young uh, filmmaker for example to fall in love with every skill of it so be it you know shooting a video or conceptualizing it or editing it or you know producing it or acting in it doing anything try everything and fall in love with everything because that will help you a lot in the long run so one thing i hate about myself is that i am a jack of all trades and master of none so I am a master of none. If you tell me that, mm -hmm. okay, this is the job, like you have to excel at it. I will not become the best at it. But that is also a great thing about me that I am a jack of all trades and master of none. Because when I go to a client, he knows that this guy can do everything. So I don't need to hire five more people, which will increase right. the budget, the basic you know? So I, I can basically, if you, Tell me to make right. a video. I can do it from start till end. In fact, even marketing it on online and taking it way beyond the expectations. So that is because I learned mm -hmm. every skill that is involved in filmmaking. So even if you want to become a writer or a film director or an editor, if you spend some time, other skills that are involved in that, that would be my first advice. That for the process and learn everything about it okay. secondly start start creating don't wait for a for an opportunity uh, this is something that i learned from he said in one of his people start before you are ready so that that has stayed with me and i like to do that as well that I would like to start even before I'm ready because it gives me ample amount of time to make mistakes and learn from them. So anybody who's wanting to starting out, I would mm -hmm. just tell them, stop the podcast, <laughs> go and shoot right now. <laughs>
<laughs> because you have to start creating now i'm talking in terms of filmmaking only so content creation is something i'm talking about so you have to start creating you have to start failing you have to produce pathetic 100 videos after which you will make one decent video so no matter you start today or 5 years later those 100 videos yeah. will happen so it's better you do 100 right now and then get to that one decent video so start before you are ready is something that i would really advise now coming to the point uh, of monetizing it of uh, making a living out of it i think social media uh, will play a huge role in the coming years it is playing right now it has played important role in my career as well so whatever you're creating put it out there don't be okay. afraid to show it to others put it out there and let the viewers decide how bad it is how good it is and don't take it too hard just take it as a feedback and learn from your mistakes now when you want to work with clients and when you want to earn money obviously people are looking for experience uh, filmmakers and obviously initially you have no experience so my advice would be never be shy to work for free i have worked for free for many people i have worked created videos for free shot for free edited for free just just to put my name out there just to come in the limelight and just to be able to uh, network with the like minded people because as i said i belong to uh, an engineering college nobody in my family has done filmmaking so i was never surrounded by anybody who even knows filmmaking so in order to put my step into that uh, friend circle i had to make free videos and you know just to hang out with them i used to get work like that so if you are someone who is wanting to monetize it don't think that you'll start making money tomorrow it will take months if not years to make good money so initially just do it for free make a resume like work for 10 people for free then you have 10 good videos for you then use those 10 videos to pitch to a potential client who would be willing to pay you and then obviously once you start getting paid then start investing in start investing in your skills and keep improving yourself so that you can increase your budget and eventually succeed financially in this uh, that's how you will get clients like initially you work for free then you mm-hmm. build that kind of uh, yeah exactly you uh, like a proof of concept that you can go to big brands and you know whoever you want to work with show them your work and then eventually get start getting paid and then then your journey begins tell me something which i find you very interesting how do you reach out to your clients and uh, what is your pitch like that's something that i would be interested in uh, knowing sure sure that is a very interesting question but i cannot answer that you know why <laughs> i no i don't i have never in my life been a client <laughs> so okay. as i told you uh, my primary thing is filmmaking film direction that is right. my right. okay i want to get into film direction i want to make films i want to get into cinema so right. that is my thing all these freelance things that i do those are temporary for the time being just because i want to be able to pay my bills to be able to you know afford rent afford buying new equipments that's 
So I don't really focus that much on getting clients because most of the time I am either writing scripts and you know focusing on my bigger dream. But now coming to the fact that I have worked with various clients, I have worked with like clients like Rajasthan Royals and IPL, and recently I worked with Mahindra. So how I get these clients are basically through networking. So I told you that I worked for many people for free. and eventually yeah, yeah. Those, those guys go on to pitch their projects to some client and then they get that project and they in then they then hire me as a videographer or a you know editor so i have built that kind of a circle around me of people who are regularly working in this field who get regular work who pitch their project to their clients and then i later on go on to work in their team so i am not doing the pitching to the clients uh, thing i am more into the executive thing that okay when everything is done i am there on the spot shooting for them editing for them and most of the work that i have got is related to editing so i haven't had to you know really reach out to many any clients as such but yeah recently i did uh, now i now that i think of it i recently worked with a restaurant in my hometown so mm-hmm. i made i made a video for them they mm-hmm. they had a new campaign going on related to coffee so i made a really nice trendy video for them so yeah they i did uh, approach them and uh, i can tell you about that process so what i do exactly is the thing you know i have built that kind of a portfolio so i try to reach out to those kind of uh, clients only who fit into my category okay so i have shot right. so if i am shooting like uh, right. experimental videos trendy videos with nice transitions and stuff which are trendy right now so i will reach out to that client i will tell them okay this is the kind of video i make now how i worked with this restaurant is that i told them okay this is the kind of videos you need and that is exactly what i can make for you and this is how it will help your brand in spreading the word so then they ask you okay what is your budget and everything and obviously whenever you are in a creative field whenever you tell the budget the client they get shocked so same yeah. happened with me as well they got shocked they were like no we cannot afford it so at that time what i do i tell them is okay no problem i'll do the whole video for free so they got shocked again they were like okay how okay what's the catch so i was like okay i'll do the whole video for free i don't want you to pay anything i i just want you to allow me to make this video and then when i shoot the video and if you want the video then you'll have to pay the fee so this is how i deal with clients who are you know not willing to really push the budget and you know who don't really trust my abilities sometimes but apart from that i haven't really had to you know really reach out to clients and pitch to them but in the near future i am definitely going to get into it because now now that i have spent a few years in this field i have started learning you know how to do it and hopefully i soon i will be able to answer your question awesome sounds good sounds good 
So, um, you know, I think we have a lot of good content and a lot of serious stuff. But let's get to the fun part of the uh, episode. So this section is called a rapid fire. So you know how a rapid fire section works, right? So I give you a word or I give you a All right. you have to come back with quick Yeah, I'll say it. I'll say network issue. There's a lot of time to think. Or think of something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Ekhi gaye. I just recently book. finished it. <coughs> wow. Okay. My first crush What? was a girl who used to live right opposite my house, uh, and I was I was very small back then. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So we'll <laughs> you know dig deeper into the story when we. Definitely. Meet. I would like to know more about this story. Okay, a most outrageous or crazy thing. I think uh, just you know the engineering thing that you know I spent uh, so many years trying to do one thing, only to to just quit it in the end. You know, I I dropped out. I changed my school just because I wanted to you know focus on studying for IIT. Then I you know didn't. Pass that, so I joined a college, studied three four years engineering, and then in the end, taking a completely different route. I think that was quite outrageous, or maybe I've had a like I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, a role model. It could be uh, from a soap, from a book, from a TV, My dad. from a movie, or a real life example. Yeah. Yeah, I no, it's not crazy. I start. Okay. Uh, okay. I think he's crazy. Awesome. <laughs> I cannot be like him. <laughs> But yeah, my dad for sure. <laughs> right. Your yeah. best thought. So far. I'm leaving so in one week as well. <laughs> Next week also. What's that? Uh, best holiday. <laughs> oh, this cannot be rapid. Had so many holidays. <laughs> um. I I went on a road trip to Goa last to last year, and okay. as boring as it may sound, but this okay. trip was really epic. The because I didn't this in this one also I didn't take the traditional route. So what we did was, am I allowed to elaborate in the rapid fire? Okay. So so uh, what we did was we didn't okay. go through the highway. we actually took the route which google maps was telling us to avoid so that was the whole fun okay. like we took a bike we went through jungles from mumbai to goa okay. it took us 5 days to to wow. finish that uh, yeah, you know that journey wow. that was probably one of my favorite holidays okay. okay amazing love next one is family okay life okay interesting because the next one is love uh, passion uh filmmaking a stable job what comes satisfaction you hear a stable job okay interesting and the legacy. last one legacy It's important. Like there has to be legacy. It's very important. 
Okay. Okay. So now we have come to the last section of the podcast, which is called your one minute message to the world. So you can talk about anything, your passion, your next project, uh, where people can find you, uh, anything you want to share with the audience. Yes, yes, yes. So Thank you. the podium is so on. Right now, world is now. in a very bad state. Uh, as everybody must be knowing, 2020, greatest year of all time. <laughs> so instead of focusing on myself, I would rather focus on the world right now. and. To anybody who is listening, I'll just tell him, tell them to have faith, have trust in life, have trust in yourself. And no matter how hard things are in the world right now, I think for one bad thing, there are 100 more good things. So for one bad 2020, there are 100 better years that are going to come. So let's be hopeful for that. And... Uh, just uh, live life and you know enjoy every moment and not take everything too seriously and yeah now using this platform for a shameless plug to find me you can find me on instagram my instagram is tal drogo so we started with game of thrones we'll end it with that so just like Khal, just like tal drogo this is tal drogo t-a-l-d-r-o-g-o same goes for my YouTube channel where I post uh, all my videos which are allowed to be public, not the client videos, but yeah, my travel videos and you know my videos that come straight from my heart, they go to my YouTube channel and all the images go on my Instagram. Absolutely. I'll link your Instagram account and YouTube channel in the show notes so people can find it easily. So, uh, Talib, thank you so much for your time. I think we spoke about 50 minutes and was a lot of very, very interesting content and a lot of value for people. Oh, it was so a I pleasure. And ever since I started hearing your podcast, I was really excited yeah. about it. And in fact, I always wanted to be on a podcast. Yeah. And this is the first time I am on a podcast. So, yeah, thanks for breaking my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad to have broken your virginity, and I'm pretty sure that uh, the way you are going, the way you have you think about life and your philosophies and your mindset, I'm pretty sure there's a lot. Thank more you so much, dude. Thank you so much. You keep on with your podcast as well. I am a regular uh, listener, and I am sure plenty of people out there who are loving it, and hopefully, just keep putting it out there. I will be definitely listening to it. Awesome. So let's catch up soon. Maybe definitely. one of your next trips. We can do some videos, fun, awesome. adventurous videos. All right. And it will be fun. All right. See you. Bye bye.